Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Closing in on making history, and I also saw the sun today. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas, sitting on top of my perch, third floor here at Idaho Central Arena. Thanks so much for joining us. Hope you're having a great start to your week. I'm in the twilight zone. I've been time traveling all day. I didn't even start putting this show together until like 45 minutes ago because I completely forgot that it's a Tuesday <laughs> because it just seems, you know, we've gotten in the habit of coming to these neutral site tournaments. This is year eight uh, that we have been fortunate enough to partner with and be employed by the Big Sky Conference, and we appreciate uh, John Casper and Tom Wistershill and all the great people here at the Big Sky for putting us up once again. But I'm just so used to sort of linear tournaments where you know it starts on a monday and it ends on a saturday and you know we're now approaching quickly having our championship game in the women's tournament set and uh it's just hard to compartmentalize that it's a tuesday so um here we are and we have so much to get to today i also took the great advice of uh our good friend kyle hansen who is a local media member there in the city of missoula mtn sports kpax and uh, he suggested to me that maybe it might be a good idea to leave the arena while the sun was out. <laughs> so went on a nice walk through Boise, Idaho today. Got some vitamin D. It was actually really windy. It was sunny, uh, but I got a little wind whipped on the face. Uh, walked around, walked about a mile around downtown. Uh, cool city, really good setup. If you've never been here before, uh, it's certainly one of the, the better small cities I've been to. And uh, a logistical example, I would say, and I don't ever want to think of Montana, Bozeman, Missoula, Billings, any any of those towns getting as big as, you know, 600,000 people like Boise has. But if it does, a great example uh, for how uh, to grow with health, with logistics, all that sort of stuff. We did so much tournament talk from this tournament here, the Big Sky Conference Tournament, yesterday that we are going to take you around the world of high school hoops as well. We got some of the best storylines going right now in the wide world of basketball, both from this tournament, from the NAIA National Tournament that's about to commence, featuring several Frontier Conference schools from Montana, as well as all of the upcoming high school tournaments. The Class C High School State Championship begins tomorrow in Billings, and then Thursday, AA descends upon Butte, Class A descends upon Bozeman, and Class B descends upon Great Falls. So. We have all sorts of really fun high school action. I'm actually super excited for the fact that this year's Big Sky Tournament is several days earlier, so we will actually be able to take in in person the uh, upcoming high school state tournament. So uh, we'll take you all the way around the world of high school and college basketball, Montana-centric uh, basketball talk here in segment number one. 
Then friend of the show, Leon Costello, the athletic director at Montana State. He's going to come in and, and break things down for us. Montana State's women, a super disappointing loss in their first game on Sunday. The Montana, State's men, Montana State men's basketball team, they are still playing in this tournament. They are gunning for a second straight tournament title. They play tonight in the wee hours of the, of the evening, 9 p.m. tip. Uh, for the Bobcats against Weber State, but it is on ESPN, too. So we'll get Leon's thoughts on what it's like having a game on national TV uh, here early in the week. Should be a lot of eyeballs on it, not only from Big Sky Conference fans like those of you out there listening uh, to this show, but also um, from across the country, from across the wide world of college basketball. About 445, Crystal Redpath's going to swing by. She is our Big Sky Conference women's basketball analyst. She's also... Been on every call so far for the women's tournament uh, here from Boise. And we'll get her thoughts on NAU cruising past Eastern Washington earlier today. So the Lumberjacks, led by Havers Finest, Lori Payne, into the Big Sky Tournament Championship game for the second year in a row. And right now as we stand here live at Idaho Central Arena, Sacramento State closing in on a Big Sky Conference Tournament Championship appearance as well. The Hornets have had a historic year, quite literally. They won the Big Sky Conference Championship, share the Big Sky Conference Championship with NAU and Montana State for the first time in their school's history. And now they lead Portland State 57-42 with 2 minutes and 17 seconds remaining. So barring some sort of uh, catastrophe, Sac State will move into the title game. And uh, Sac State NAU will certainly have some history made because... NAU has only been to the NCAA tournament one time in their school's history. That was in 2006 when they beat Weber State in the Big Sky Tournament Championship game in Pocatello, Idaho. Idaho State was the top seed that year, uh, but they got knocked out in the semis. Uh, So only one big dance trip for NAU. Could they make it two? Sac State, I'm I'm pretty sure they've never even played in the Big Sky title game, and they have certainly never been to the NCAA tournament. So they are uh, still continually in the midst of one of their great seasons ever. I believe this win right here uh, over Portland State will be their 24th victory if they get there. So Krista Redbath will break down all of what she saw today uh, in the women's tournament semifinals. Hour number two, he helped lead the show yesterday, and uh, he'll help uh, take us home here today. Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, will join us. We're going to talk about just the state of the game in men's college basketball. We have some thoughts on how maybe we could improve it. Obviously, this is the best time of year. This is when it is the most appealing to watch there's a couple things i think that we could do uh, to change it and also a continuation of our discussion on who plays for the montana schools where they come from and uh, why honor moody is a great example of why maybe a lot more small school guys should get a chance Honor moody lit it up last night for the montana grizzlies to lead them past idaho state and into the semifinals uh, of this tournament so riley and i will talk all about that, and we'll preview the Grizzlies semifinal matchup. That one tips at 6.30. Uh, the four-seeded Grizz played the ninth-seeded Northern Arizona Lumberjacks. NAU, the Cinderella of this tournament so far. They got past uh, hometown favorite Idaho in the first round, and then they won in walk-off thrilling fashion over Eastern Washington in the quarterfinals. Oakland Fort's buzzer beater, the number one play on Sports Center, and that's got NAU into the final four of this tournament. So Riley will help us break it down. And then finally, about 5.30, we got our Treasure State Stars. Well, we'll go through some of the best of the best individual performances from all around the wide world of basketball and sports uh, in the state of Montana. It's your show outlook. I got to say thanks so much to all of our great tournament takeover supporters and sponsors, including Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls, located in Missoula. You want to watch the Grizz game, you want to watch the Cat game. Paradise Falls has a early and a late happy hour, so you can hit both. Be careful. I'm not encouraging, you know, over-excessive behavior, but they do have an early happy hour while the Grizz are playing and a late happy hour when the Cats are playing. So if you want to go watch the Big Sky Conference tournament down at Paradise Falls, they got 30 big screen TVs. They also have a Sports Bet Montana kiosk. Go check out Paradise Falls there uh, on the south side of Missoula, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Let's jump in to, first of all, well, here's what's went down so far here uh, today. Northern Arizona had l- no problem uh, with Eastern Washington. Regan Skank, she is on a mission. She is one of the most impressive point guards that this league has seen. Her physical conditioning, unbelievable. Her ability to throw 
no look behind the head passes while sprinting full speed downhill. Uh, it's unreal. She, she's such a uh, such an explosive and unique player. And her 22 points, six assists, and five rebounds helped spur NAU into the conference title game. They beat Eastern Washington 74-57. And now here uh, in the second semifinal of the women's basketball tournament, Sac State up 58-42 over Portland State. So uh, most of the subs are in. And uh, looks like Sac State going to move into the tournament championship game. So um, we'll have full preview of that when Chris Redpath uh, joins us here on Nuanas Now here in about 40 minutes. Let's dive into a prep extra. It's presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. They have an awesome scholarship program going on right now. They're giving away 10 $10,000 scholarships to current high school seniors. Their preference for these scholarships, students between 2.5 and 3.5 GPAs and a family income below $95,000. So they really want to help out uh, just really good, solid, normal Montana high school students. I think that they know, Farmer State Bank knows that if you got a 4.0, if you're a valid Victorian, you're going to get a lot of scholarship dollars. So they're trying to help out, you know, the good students in the state of Montana to apply for one of these scholarships, which, by the way, you can use at accredited colleges, universities, or vocational technical schools. Visit FarmersEbank.com slash scholarship. We're final here for the second semifinal of the uh, women's basketball tournament. Sac State into the final. So we'll have a co-Big Sky champion clash tomorrow at 3 p.m. Top seed in Northern Arizona versus the third seed in Hornets. I believe the first time Sac State has ever advanced to the Big Sky Conference uh, tournament championship game. Isnel Natabo, Sac State's uh, towering and almost impossible to move center has 23 points, 11 rebounds. Clay Jadine, the Big Sky Conference MVP, 17 points, 7 rebounds. And Sac State, uh, they move on 60-42 to 42, uh, over Portland State. We start off our prep countdown actually with one more note on the college game. Last night, one of the best games we've seen, Montana takes care of business against Idaho State. This is a back-and-forth game. The Grizzlies actually ended up winning by double digits, but uh, it, was a, it was nip and tuck uh, until about the last four minutes. The Grizz did not look good offensively for the first, I don't know, 15, 16 minutes of the game. Then they cleared it out, gave the ball to their main man, got it out of the way, and Anand Moody did the rest. He had seven points to end the first half, and he had 14 points at halftime. And the second half, he kept on cooking. He finishes with 28 points and seven assists, both of them career highs. And uh, Anand Moody, the pride of Dickinson, North Dakota, he continues his unbelievable and transcendent senior season for the Grizzlies. It took him a long time to get here. He uh, made stops at the University of North Dakota and Southern Utah, so played in the big sky off and on before then landing at Montana, a place he actually told me that he wanted to play all along. We'll come back to that when Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, joined us. But Alden Moody also had one of the quotes of the tournament. I didn't have the sound bite. We're just going to play something off Twitter. So uh, this is a question from Andrew Houghton and a quote from Anna Moody, the Grizz senior shooting guard who took Idaho State by storm yesterday. When did you know that you were feeling that tonight, that you were shooting that well? Uh, when I woke up. <laughs> if only you could see Travis DeCure, Montana head men's basketball coach, his face after that quote. Unbelievable. When did you know you were feeling it? When I woke up. Oh, man. Honor Moody makes me so happy. He's one of the great showmen that the Grizz have seen. We were debating, uh, several of us that have followed the Big Sky for a long time, just where he ranks in terms of uh, most fun players to watch the Grizz have had. He's the most fun player they've had in a couple years for sure. But he's up there uh, in terms of all-time just lovable Grizzlies. Uh, So we will... uh, Debate more of that with Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, in the second hour. Snowden is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coming to you from Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise, Idaho. Live from the Big Sky Tournament as part of our tournament takeover. Tournament takeover presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's has all sorts of sweet prizes coming for you in our bracket challenge. We're going to tell you more about that when we get back from this tournament. But Dazzler's going to be doling out almost $500 worth of car washes 
uh, for our bracket challenge. Keep your car sparkling clean all year long by visiting Dazzler's Car Wash right there on Radio Way next to us out North Reserve on Missoula Broadcasting, uh, Missoula Broadcasting Company. A Dazzler's Car Wash, the best car wash you'll find anywhere uh, in the Garden City. Prep Extra. Uh, here's the, some of the best storylines going on right now in the state of Montana in prep hoops. The Hellgate boys uh, have been solid. I mean, they've always been solid to good to sometimes exceptionally good over the last 20 or so years. Uh, they've really solidified the program. Jeff Hayes has done a heck of a job as the head coach there. I remember when Hellgate was sort of up and down in the late 90s, early 2000s. They were so good in the early to mid-90s. They had one of the great state championship teams in the history of Montana. That team uh, that featured Ryan Dick and J.R. Camel uh, that that uh, won the AA title uh, after Camel transferred from R. Lee. And then it was a little bit up and down tumultuous. But then um, when they hired Jim Sampson, former Grizz assistant, in the early 2000s, and then they won that 2004 state championship led by Jack McGillis and Charlie Cox and, and Trevor Morris, they've been among the class of, of double-A since then. But the last couple of years have been really, really strange. I mean, they had a great player in Raleigh Wooster who was a big-time recruit, and he led them to a state championship and led them back to another state championship game. But that one got called off the day that the world ended. I'll never forget being here in Boise when the, uh, when the pandemic officially became a reality and everything here got called off. But it was a heartbreaking moment for all those high school kids because they were literally on the court about to play the championship game when the news came down and the whole thing gets called off. So they share uh, that state title with Billing Skyview, but so disappointing because they had such a senior-laden group that year, and they were certainly about to go back-to-back. Well, then last year, uh, I don't really know the ins and outs of the why, but for whatever reason, Hellgate just completely fell apart uh, down the stretch. They were one of the best teams in the state pretty much all year, one of the best teams in the West, entering the Western AA Divisional, then they went 0-2 barbecue at the divisional, and they didn't go to the state tournament. So this Hellgate team to bounce back, led by Connor Dick, who was a key cog on that team. Now he's the leader of the crew on this team, and they've been awesome uh, to get back uh, as not only to the state tournament, but also as the top seed out of the Western AA. Hellgate beat Glacier for the Western AA championship last week up at the Flathead, and uh, they take a, a lot of momentum uh, into the Class AA uh, Big Sky Conference, or the Class AA, excuse me, state tournament uh, this upcoming week uh, in Butte. The Knights against Glacier, they built a 20-point first half lead and then cruised from there. Winning by 24 in the divisional championship is uh, a pretty big statement to make. Asher Top and Connor Dick each had 15 points. Donovan Headswift, who's been great all year as well, uh, he had 11 points and 7 rebounds. And uh, Missoula Hellgate, a ton of momentum going into the Class AA State Tournament. Other things you need to know about prep hoops from around the state of Montana. How about the Missoula Big Sky, Missoula Sentinel, and Missoula Hellgate girls? The Garden City sending three, count them all three, of their AA teams to the girls' state tournament this next week in Butte. And just to remind you, only four teams from the divisional actually go. So uh, pretty cool uh, for Missoula as a town. We got five total teams coming out of the Garden City headed to the Western AA, or excuse me, headed to the Class AA uh, championship tournaments. The Big Sky and Hellgate boys, the Big Sky, Hellgate, and Sentinel girls. Uh, it took a lot of fight for the uh, Big Sky girls and the Sentinel girls to play their way back into it. And we'll see how Hellgate does coming off of a heartbreaking loss in the divisional title game. But I do think there's something to this. I think that we have great coaches all the way around in high school basketball in Montana, or, and especially in Missoula. I don't know if that's always been the case. I think there's always there's been some, some instability at times uh, for the Missoula schools uh, in high school hoops on both the guys and the girls' side. But I also think that there's always been great individual talent in Missoula, but I think it's getting honed at a really high level, especially in girls' hoops. You look at some of these great trainers and, and coaches that are not part of uh, high school basketball programs but that are training the high school athletes that's really raised the level of play and i think you can see uh just how good uh, so many of these uh young ladies are becoming their skill development is really impressive and uh i mean look no further than missoula big sky right they, they have a couple of the best young players in the state i mean cadence couture avery decoy they're, they're sophomores and freshmen respectively 
And, and they got their team head of the state tournament. I mean, they're the third-place team in the Western AA, even though they're underclassmen. And so much of that is because they're ready skill-wise. They're ready uh, just athleticism-wise and development-wise uh, to really push it. And so I think there is there's a correlation there. I, I really do think that the basketball culture and the development that's going on at a young age in Missoula is very, very impressive. Our tournament takeover live for Boise, Idaho. It's presented in part by Palmer's Drug and Lolo Drug. Let local pharmacies show you the difference they can make for you. Don't mess around with the corporate guys sitting in line forever. Nobody knows your name. Go check out your local neighborhood pharmacies. Palmer's Drug located there on Southwest Higgins, as well as Lolo Drug located right when you get into the town of Lolo. Appreciate them for their support of the tournament takeover. More high school storylines. The Butte Bulldogs on the boys' side. They're going to be a tough out for sure. When they, when they get going offensively, they can score the basketball. They have had games in the 70s, 80s, 90s. They've pushed triple digits a couple times. They scored 75 in the third-place game against Missoula Big Sky at the Western AA Divisional. And uh, so they take the three seed out of the West into state, and state is in Butte. So you know that uh, the Mining City natives, you know that the people in Butte, America, are going to show up and show out for the Bulldogs. Jay Stenson's been tough all year. He's been a great leader for them, but Butte has a lot of depth. This group of Butte High senior boys, uh, they're really talented. they got a lot of good athletes. They had, uh, they've had they had great numbers in football and basketball the last couple of years. And uh, this Butte High team, they've been a little bit up and down, but now here they are, 12-10, and 10, and uh, playing their best ball right now. So... Uh, just the home court advantage that's going to inherently exist as the Mining City is the host city, that's going to be good for Butte. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if that can spur them on, give them any sort of an advantage. But uh, it's interesting as well because we've had now two high schools in Bozeman for the last couple years. Bozeman Gallatin has emerged as a real power, and they're sending both of their basketball teams to state. That makes it so there actually is an inner city rivalry in Bozeman for the first time ever. But for those that haven't been paying attention or haven't been following along, Butte Bozeman is the is a rivalry. I mean that, that when a lot of schools are playing their crosstown football games, Butte's been playing Bozeman, and they've had some all-time classics, especially in football. Uh, as of late, I mean that that game a couple. I mean I guess it's not even a couple years ago, about ten years ago now, when Jake Dennehy hit the infamous walk-off field goal at. Uh, Naranchi Stadium to beat Bozeman High. I mean, Will Disley's squad. Will Disley's one of the best football players ever out of Santa Montana, starting tight end for the Seattle Seahawks. He didn't win a state championship. His, his, uh, I can't remember if that was his junior or his senior year, but either way, he got one stolen from him because of that walk-off field goal. But Butte and Bozeman, that rivalry goes deep, and that's your first one of your first-round matchups. People in Bo- Butte are going to be lit for that game. That is going to be so fun uh, to watch. So I can't wait to see uh, that rivalry play out. A couple more storylines from across the uh, wide world of high school hoops. How about Avery Chorinard? She is a Kalispell uh, flathead basketball player, and she hit a step-back walk-off three to win the divisional on Flathead's home court. Flathead hosted the Western AA boys and girls basketball tournaments last year. And uh, Avery Chorinard, wow, what a shot. To beat Missoula Hellgate at the horn, in front of her home crowd, the student section rushing the floor. I mean, that's what dreams are made of. What a cool moment. And Flathead, in what has been a, a, a jam-packed, super competitive Western AA this year, we've told you all about the three Missoula schools. We talked a lot about Helena Capital. We haven't talked that much about Kalispell Flathead. We're going to have to learn about Kalispell Flathead here these next couple days because they take, out of nowhere, the number one seed from the Western AA into the state tournament. So that should be super, super fun. Another matchup I'm really looking forward to, I talked about the Missoula Big Sky girls and uh, just how they're sort of these upstarts with a lot of young talent. Well, they get a stiff test in their first state tournament game. Travis Williams has been really, really good his first year as the head coach there uh, for the Big Sky girls, and they take on defending state champion Billing Skyview. Skyview uh, has had the target on their backs all year. Billings West was actually the front runner. Uh, in the Eastern AA in girls basketball for most of this season. But Skyview has one of the best uh, and most gifted players, quite honestly, uh, that has come through Montana. Brianna Williams is going to play wherever she wants. She's getting recruited hard. 
by Gonzaga and Oregon State and Oregon and Stanford. I'm hearing that Utah is incredibly interested as well, and Utah's been you know, in and out of the top ten all year. Brianna Williams is a physical specimen. She's six foot three. She can face the basket. She can handle it. She can shoot it. And uh, she was a key cog last year on Billing Skyviews championship team she will be uh, a key cog if they're going to chase a repeat as well so a stiff test for missoula big sky uh in their um first state tournament game against billing skyview Nuana's now espn radio swx montana television and the espn mt app more high school storylines butte central and lewistown we've talked about it all year well now we're going to get a chance they're on the opposite side of the brackets at the Class A Boys Tournament in Bozeman. Central led by Dougie Peoples, one of the leading candidates for our vertical raise, Class A Player of the Year. He'll face off uh, against a couple of the top candidates from Lewistown, Royce Robinson namely being the uh, probably leading one. And uh, Lewistown lost to Butte Central on Dougie Peoples' walk-off last year at the Horn. And uh, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of action that needs to take place until then. But a rematch of the Class A state championship would just be awesome. It would just be tremendous. Most of the state tournaments, I think, especially the double A, and uh, I think both A A girls and double A boys and girls are all wide open. I can't really tell you who I think the favorites are. Uh, There's been some teams that have looked really good at times and maybe looked like favorites for moments. Uh, but they haven't necessarily uh, done it all the way across the board. So it should be fun. Uh, In the Class B boys, though, the Missoula Loyola boys are absolutely the favorites. They are an offensive machine. They play Lodgegrass in their opening game uh, on Thursday at 9 a.m., and uh, the over-under on that one, I got to say about 170 points. Loyola and Lodgegrass both love to get up and down, and that'll be super fun. And then in Class C boys, you have to think, Luster Christian remains one of the favorites. They have taken everybody's best shots. They've played at least four one-point games over the last couple weeks, including their 51-50 win over Fairview uh, to emerge with their district title. Luster Christian beat Fairview, by the way, 51-50, and uh, they are uh, the top seed, still undefeated, headed into uh, the Class C championship. Last couple things for you here on Nuanas Now, our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Wolf Point, how about this? Kelby Bowers, 22-footer at the buzzer, nothing but net. And Wolf Point beats Fairfield 67-64 in the Northern B Championship game. Uh, so cool when we get all these awesome moments for all these kids, and it's just awesome to see the, the joy on all their faces. And then the other one I had to highlight, Holy Project beat Big Timber uh, in the uh, girls' Southern B Championship game, 69-61. And how about this? Paige Laughing. 43 points, the highest of the weekend uh, from all levels of, of high school basketball around the state of Montana. So there you go. Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Go check out their scholarship program. Farmer State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Leon Costello, the athletic director of Montana State, will join us right after this. The tournament takeover from Boise continues. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com. One, two, three. Now, 
on ESPN Radio. New one is now ESPN Radio. If you don't see us in the studio on SWX Montana Television or on the ESPN MT app, it's because we're not there. We're here. Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise, Idaho, back at the Big Sky Conference Tournament. I guess this is my – somebody asked me the other day, Alex Eshelman asked me, how many of these have I covered? I said, this is my 15th in the last 17 years. I think that's me. I think that means I'm getting old. Uh, but either way, fun to be here, and it's a totally new format this year. So that's why we are almost into the championship part of the bracket, even though we're only here on a Tuesday. It's time now for our Montana State Minute, presented by J&B Restaurant Supply. Leon Costello joins us, the athletic director for Montana State. How you doing, man? What's going on? I'm good. Can you go back to the music? I was just sitting uh, here see, right? a little bit, and then you started talking, and you messed it all up. <laughs> <laughs> but the music was good. But Steel, one of our uh, f- most fun concerts last year. It was uh, it was cool to see him. Uh, let's just start here at the beginning. I mean, what do you what do you think of this new format? Do you have any opinions on it? Yeah, hard to tell at this point, right? It is, and you know, I was talking to you and. It's uh, it's kind of like we're in the twilight zone because we think it, it's different days because we're so used to the tournament being uh, run later in the week. And so um, to, sit, to sit here, I have to actually think that it's actually Tuesday. Uh, but I do I do like it because uh, it's the bracket is set up to reward the top two seeds, which yep. I do like. Yep. Um, trying to protect them as much as we can. You know, I know there's different bracket formats through different conferences and you know there's some that actually reward the top two seeds all the way through the semifinals i you know to each their own right totally but, but you know i think stepping on the court in a semifinal not playing a game is tough i think you're almost putting a lot more stress and pressure on the teams that are the top seeds in that format this way you get a game in um, against a team that had played the day before so you're protecting the top seeds they get a day off and so you're protecting them again. And so, so far, I like it, but it's the first, you know, first year of it. And it's the first, what, three days of it, four days of it. So we'll we'll find out more after the season. It's such an interesting debate between the give and take of exposure right now, current current form of college hoops, right? I mean, you, you at Montana State, you guys make a ton of revenue off of ticket sales. That's a huge part of what you guys do, whether it's football, basketball, whatever. But then you also want as many people to see your games as you possibly can on TV, and now everybody can stream it on your phone, right out of your pocket, you know, everywhere. So, I mean, w- what's your opinion of this? How do you go about balancing those two things? Because you still want people to come sit in the stands and eat the hot dogs and eat the popcorn and all the stuff, but also you want as many people as you possibly can to watch it on TV, too. How do you balance it? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. That's kind of the age-old question, right? Totally. I remember back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we, when I was at former schools, you know, we were talking about TV and how we didn't want it because we thought it would take away from people coming to the arena. For now, sure. I think it adds to it because it just exposes more people uh, to your brand and, and to the game, to the environment. Um, but, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think it's still, you know, debated. Like, you know, tonight we're going to be playing games late. Um, but I think our ESPN deal has really helped because if you go to ESPN Plus, you see the whole lineup of games. Yeah. You have a ton to choose from. And we're right in that ballpark with all those other, you know, schools and conferences that have that. But I do still think the linear TV option is still vitally important. And so when I look at how we set this up, to get the women's championship on linear TV on ESPNU is a big deal because we've never had that before. And then now to have two semifinal games on national TV and then our championship game on national TV on the men's side is outstanding. And so I think we're continually growing there but also giving a good streaming option for everybody to see it. And so eyeballs on the league and the quality uh, of basketball that we have in this league, uh, it was needed. And, uh, you know, the way we've set up the TV format has has helped us in that regard. And, again, everything, we'll go back and take a look and, you know, look at numbers and see where we can improve. But so far, so good with the new ESPN deal. Leon Costello, Montessa Athletic Director, joining us here uh, on ESPN Radio. Reminder for everybody that's going to text me, the game is on ESPN2 tonight. It starts at 9 o'clock. So <laughs> if you're used to what it's been the last couple days, 5.30 and 8, nope, it's going to be 6.30 and 9. So the Grizz and Northern Arizona uh, play at 6.30, and then Montana State uh, takes on Weber State at 9 p.m. Uh, what was the conversations like when you guys as a conference were deciding that? I mean, how do you sort of weigh the timing of it as well? Because, I mean, you guys are going to be sort of in the middle of the national spotlight tonight, but 9 o'clock is a pretty late tip. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think we looked, there are a lot of different factors. We looked at when we ended, because I remember last year um, from the men's side being the first time we've won it in a long time, uh, but I, 
you know, our men jumped on the bus and they drove through the night to get back home for the selection show. I remember waking up early in the morning trying to get back home for a selection show, and then it's just go, go, go. Yeah. This format gives both the men's and women's teams some time to rest and sure. relax yep. and recover before they have to jump on a plane and, and go to wherever the NCAA is going to send them, and that could be anywhere in the country. So that was a big positive. Uh, the other positive was we aren't competing with the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big sure. 12 on the weekend to hopefully get more eyeballs on our tournament during the time that we have now selected. And so that that played a role in a part as well. And, and you know, like, like I said, we will see what that looks like here um, starting tonight with two national uh, game games on national TV for our semifinals. We'll get numbers, you know, right away from ESPN, and we'll see if we made the right decision. I think we have. I also heard when they changed the format, a lot of grumbling about how it's going to kill in-person attendance. That has actually not been the fact at all here. Yeah. I mean, from your perspective, the Bobcat contingent showed out in a big way, uh, and Sunday was a really fun day. I know it was a disappointing loss for the MSU women, but there was a lot of blue and gold sitting in the stands uh, pretty much all Sunday throughout the evening. Uh, so it seems like even though Maybe people said, oh, we're not going to come because we can't get Monday off work or whatever. There's a lot of people here. So. Yeah, I look at it like this. is We were hoping, like last year, we were hoping to win some games to yeah. get to the weekend so more people would come down. Sure. The way it's, it's just flipped. The way it's set up is hopefully a lot of right. people come down on the weekend and you continue to win so they stay. And so, I, you know, I think you can maybe get more people here with this new format because it's on a weekend, more people can come, and nobody wants to leave if you're winning, right? And so hopefully people will stay uh, through the week. And so, yeah, the crowds, I've been to more games this year than I have been, and I think the crowds have been better. For sure. And kind of surprising, uh, but I like it. You know, I think it, uh, the in-person, the atmosphere for the student-athletes, uh, is so critical, and uh, if we can combine that with TV exposure and hopefully a little bit more dollars uh, for everybody, that that helps everybody. There was probably fifteen hundred plus people here on Saturday night, and that was to watch the nine seed versus the ten seed. Granted, it was Idaho, and Idaho has a lot of alums here uh, in Boise, but uh, it was a good crowd. There's been good crowds, and I expect that uh, to continue. Leon Costello, Montana State Athletic Director, joining us here uh, on Nuanas now. Uh, let's talk about the actual hoop side of this thing. Then you're a basketball guy. Uh, during your time as the athletic director at Montana State, you had the great pleasure of, of observing, in my opinion, one of the great teams Montana State's ever had. It's not just about the victories. I thought uh, in terms of being ambassadors for your school and uh, the university as a whole, you can't get much better than Derry White and Cole Badbury. Yeah. Madison Jackson was in there as well. But, I mean, even I was getting a little choked up watching them hug Trisha Benford at the end. I was like, I can't believe this is over. It went by so fast. What can you say about those young ladies and the way they've represented your athletic department? Well, um, I'm fortunate to come in when I did. And I remember the first year the tournament was in Boise, and uh, I, I came off of the elevator, and Coach Ben was just back here behind you, and um, she had both of, both of them there. So Madison Jackson and Darian White were, were right there. I got to meet them there. And, you know, the hard part about this job is – you know, you stay so long and you start seeing careers, like you see them come in, be recruited, come in, and then they graduate. Yeah. That's the hard part. For you sure. You know, and you get to see the entire thing. And, you know, I, just look at Cola, you know, what she's done off the courts um, and, and on the court. But she she means so much to our campus community. She means so much to her community, her native community. Um, you just know that her time at Montana State uh, was done so well, and she's going to go on and do do great things because she's a great person. All you got to do is look at that smile, right? And she has fun and joy in everything she does. And then, you know, you look at you look at Darian, and um, you know, I think every little girl basketball player in the state of Montana wants to be Darian White. And so you look at her impact and what she's had um, on Montana State University, but really on the state of Montana and women's basketball is outstanding. You throw Madison Jackson and, and her attitude on the court, her hustle, her toughness, um, just an unbelievable class and, uh, you know, tough way to end. Um, but, you know, it, the old adage is, you know, don't be don't be sad it's over. Be happy that it happened. Um, you know, it was really, really cool to see those three for as long as we did. Um, and hopefully 
that encourages others to to come to Montana State because they know they can have the success that they've had there uh, as well. One of the quotes of the tournament, Trisha Benford said, the ending is always hard, but the journey is so amazing. I thought that was great perspective for her. I mean, like she said, every team in the country besides one is going to be crying tears of uh, the, the end coming too soon, except for the one that wins the national championship. Leon Costello, uh, Montana State Athletic Director, joining us here uh, on Nuanas. Now, other, another question on that sort of note, um, we've seen a lot of Native American women's basketball players, not a lot, but, but, but a fair amount have success at the Montana schools. But I just think it's so impressive what Raekwon Battle is doing because, you know, it, it, unfortunately, and as somebody that has studied this and has loved it so much throughout my life, a lot of times the guys particularly that come off the reservations, they have such a hard time acclimating to campus life and, and just making it work. And he's not only making it work, he's thriving. And just to watch him grow as a person has just been so amazing. And getting to know his mom at these things, I mean, she's so funny, such a great supporter. But, I mean, I don't know if people really understand. This guy is is carrying the torch not just for his tribe, but for Native American people across the entire country right now. And you could argue he's one of the great Native players in the world right now. And for him to have that spotlight and do it, like he's doing it with so much confidence and just so much savvy. It's it's impressive, man. It's it's fun to watch. You know, everybody, the tra- you hear the the two words transfer portal, and I think it gets such a bad rap. Um, we've been very fortunate, you know, at MSU, whether it's football or women's basketball or men's basketball, uh, to have a lot of success in the portal. Um, not lose a lot, but I think we've gained. If you if you look at the the players that came in, and in this instance, I think. Raekwon actually being at Washington, having a different experience, yeah. and then coming into our environment has really helped us. Totally. You know, if he came to MSU first, you know, yeah, of course he's still going to be a great player, but sure. um, he's always told us that he just appreciates, um, you know, what he gets at MSU, and it doesn't whether it's Coach Sprinkle and and you know the coaches and everything that they do, to you know our nutrition, to academics, to all the support that we have. Uh, for our student athletes, um, I think he sees a difference, and he he understands and knows that he can come here and 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 get a degree and and feel supported in a way that we can hopefully accomplish all of his goals. And you know, you mentioned his mom. I got to meet his grandpa last uh, nice. two nights ago after the game, and you know, big smiles on their faces. And um, yeah, he's you know, generational players. He, he is he's amazing. You talk about. Darian White and people wanting to be heard. Now, you know, people want to be Raekwon Battle. And, you know, man, I wish I had that athletic ability. Um, I would have been great at everything, right? But, (laughs) you know, I think you could put a baseball bat in that guy's hands and he would be great. I mean, his athleticism is um, just superior to so many and uh, fun to watch on the court. Uh, but really fun to watch with, like, the kids. If you watch him after a game, oh, man. fun to watch with the fans and the kids. And uh, he's always appreciative of that. He always signs autographs, uh, hugs, pictures. Uh, people love him. And uh, uh, he's, he's a good fit at Montana State. Larry Costello, Montana State Athletic Director, joining us. There's not enough coffee in the world. We're going to have to get some so we can stay up late two <laughs> nights in a row. Last thing for you, then. Uh, I thought the game of this tournament last year was Weber State versus Montana State. Yeah. And you saw the passion of the guys. I mean, both teams were laying on the court afterwards because the Montana State guys were so excited and the Weber State guys were so heartbroken. Now we get the rematch tonight. So uh, what do you think of the draw? You know, it's uh, if you looked at the bracket, you you, you you looked at this game and you probably said, okay, that's probably going to happen. And, you know, you look at what happened last year and you, you, all, all you need to do is look back at that game. I agree with you. I mean, it was uh, an unbelievable college basketball game and it doesn't matter if it was men's or women's or whatever it was it was just it was rough and tough a lot of great plays and great players that were on the floor and so I, you know I think I think we're going to see that tonight maybe a little extra motivation for us with Dan Russell being on the uh, on the other bench totally um, but uh, you know at this day and age it's uh, coach coach uh, Sprinkle always talks about one and oh right it doesn't matter what's going to happen during the game find a way to be one and oh today so then we can worry about tomorrow and uh, I think that's the mindset of this team uh, you know I know we replaced you know some some key guys from last year but I really like how some of the guys have stepped into those roles and I think we're seeing here towards the end of the season it all starting to come together they're they're hot um, you know they're playing together we got some guys stepping up that maybe haven't at the beginning of the year that are really understanding kind of how they fit on this team and I expect that to continue uh, here tonight and uh, hopefully throughout this tournament Montana State trying to get to their third straight Big Sky Tournament Championship game Looking for a repeat tournament championship. Weaver State stands in the way. 9 p.m. ESPN 2 tonight. 
Thanks for being here, man. This is fun. Well, you got it. Hey, I know other people are tired, but you are like pulling double duty. You're doing this. <laughs> you're down there. You're right, and you're you're doing everything. So we uh, appreciate the coverage, and it's always fun seeing you here. Well, thanks for being here, man. Leon Costello, Montana State Athletic Director. It's our Montana State Minute, presented by J&V Restaurant Supply. Go check out J&V Restaurant Supply online, jvrestaurant.com. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, Krista Redpath has other obligations. She's got to be on the uh, ESPN postgame show, so... We'll fill in for her. I promise. I know it all came out about the women's league. We'll do that next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. Show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Welcome back. Now, ESPN Radio. Uh, we've been chronicling all the fun songs that were being played here, but yesterday there wasn't a lot of them because there was a bunch of sweet pep bands here yesterday. Uh, so today we're back at it. We're back on it. It's been awesome to hear. Uh, and uh, sometimes these things, you just hear the same songs over and over again. So happy I'm not listening to Katy Perry roar every five seconds like we did uh, for a couple of years here. I thought it was going to make me jump off the third floor here. But uh, no, no more of that. We've had nothing but old school hip-hop pretty much uh, for the duration of the tournament. So great job, Big Sky Conference. Way to keep the beats rolling. Our tournament takeover continues. It's presented in part by Gray Wolf Peak Casino. If you fill out a perfect bracket, Gray Wolf Peak Casino... You're going to win a million dollars. That's right, seven uh, digits, six zeros, one million dollars from Gray Wolf Peak Casino. They also have over ten grand in daily prizes every single day. Uh, so during March Madness, when the NCAA men's basketball tournament begins, head on up, just ten minutes up Evero Hill, Gray Wolf Peak Casino, proud presenter of the tournament takeover. Almost always, we hear from Chris Redpath for Around the Big Scad Women's Hoops. Uh, we're sort of crossed up because the women's basketball champion, or uh, semifinal, excuse me, uh, didn't get over until like 4.35. And I knew Leon Costello, Montessa Athletic Director, was sitting in with us at 4.30. And Krista has to be doing a ESPN post-game show at 5. So uh, we're just going to fill in for her. She'll be back on the show tomorrow. We'll also have a full hour of Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops on Thursday live from the studio in Missoula. Uh, at the ESPN MT studio there at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. So I uh, have no fear. Plenty of stuff from Krista uh, coming up, and I'm sure she has plenty of impressions and reactions from uh, everything we saw today. But here's your news of the day when it comes to around the big sky uh, in women's hoops. Our championship game is set. Top-seeded Northern Arizona. They defeated Eastern Washington 74-57. to It was pretty short work. Uh, NAU controlled the pace Pretty much up and down. It was a four-point lead at halftime, but uh, then they ran away with it in the third quarter. They won that third frame 21-9. to And uh, NAU is just, they're really fun to watch. They play with a lot of composure. They have one of the most high-energy and explosive point guards in the league in Regan Skank. The way that she's improved, not only as a shooter, uh, but also just in her awareness, her ability to to find open teammates. And, and more than anything, she plays a really hectic, fast-paced style. But it used to be chaotic, and now it's not chaotic. It used to be sometimes she would be detrimental to her team. Now she's not anymore. And when she really pushes the pace, it's really fun to watch. And they have so many different players that can spread the floor. I mean, Naya and uh, and Olivia Moran, the Moran twins, uh, they've been excellent additions. They were some of the most improved players uh, on NAU. Nine Moran hit four threes tonight, or this afternoon, excuse me, and had 16 points. Skank, by the way, she had 22 points, six assists, and five rebounds. So she continues to pack the stat sheet. And uh, when NAU's running and gunning and they're rebounding the basketball, which, by the way, they won the battle of the boards 46 to 36 uh, over Eastern Washington, I think it'll be pretty tough to beat. 
So NAU top seed. They're into the championship game for the second year in a row. They lost the championship game to Montana State last year. Uh, now they will play Sacramento State, the Hornets, into the Big Sky Tournament championship game for the first time uh, in their school's history. They made short work of Portland State, 60-42. to 42. This was a uh, knockdown dragout in the first half. Neither team played well offensively at all. Both teams really grinding it out defensively. There was a moment in the third quarter, though. Uh, I'll edit it for you so we don't get in trouble with the FCC. When Mark Campbell, second-year head coach at Sac State, he looked at his bench and he said, you guys are the, are the reigning Big Sky Conference champions, and you guys are scared of a team that didn't win a conference game last year. He's like, get it together. And uh, from that moment, they really uh, surged down the stretch, and uh, Sac State really pulled away in the second half. Isnel Nadabo, uh, she probably right now the leading candidate for Big Sky Conference Tournament MVP. She had 22-10 and 10 last night. She had 23-11 and 11, uh, in this game. She's just such a load down there on the block. I don't really know what you do. Even when you double her, she's become pretty skilled at passing out of the post. But it doesn't matter. If she catches it, they're close to the basket. Forget about it. She's, she's going she's gonna to put it home, and uh, she continues to be a, a huge X factor for uh, Sacramento State. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, presented by Ryan and Miller. Ryan and Miller has over 30 years of legal experience. They approach every case like it's going to trial from day one. This ensures they're always prepared and ready to press forward on their cases to get their clients the justice they deserve. Best way to reach them is by phone, 406 542 2233. That's 542 2233. They're available 24 7, and they have an answering service, so there's always a live person to talk to. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Top seeded Northern Arizona. Third seeded Sac State. They'll play for the Big Sky Women's Basketball Championship tomorrow at 3 p.m. Our number two will debate if having new faces, new competitive teams as the front runners to make the NCAA tournament out of the Big Sky, is it good or bad for the league? Riley Corkin and I will debate. Plus, what rule changes would we make to men's college basketball? Where does Anna Moody rank? as one of the all-time great showmans in Grizz basketball history and what did the Grizz do to get it done last night against Idaho State. Plus, we have a full preview of tonight's semifinals. The Grizz, they take on Northern Arizona at 6.30 p.m. And the Bobcats, they take on Weaver State at 9 p.m. tonight on ESPN2. All that plus some Treasure State stars in hour number two. That's next. Keep it right here. It's ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 